Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Hello, and welcome to Pod Culture Vultures. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, it's Christmas, isn't it? Jingle bell ends. Sounds like a loud wank. What? <laughs> what a Morris dance around the wank. That's what it sounds like. Hey, my dick is bigger than yours. With me, Dino, and with me, as always, is my hetero life mate, Keverini Beanie Weenie. How's it hanging? All right, my son. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wonderful. Um, and as we've just uh, established, it's that time of year again. It is. It's yeah. diehard season. Diehard. Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. And so. many others, which we'll probably, we could go on about for about 10 minutes. All these yeah. different Christmas movies. But yeah, Christmas. Christmas. So we're we're going to do a run of Christmas films. Again, how quick that's come around. It has come yeah. around. Well, it was like tw- we did the 12 Days of Christmas last year, didn't we? We did, we did. But yeah. that was just uh, fucking exhausting, so uh, <laughs> we ain't going to do, nah. do 12 this year. No, we, we don't have the time, do we? Uh, but we've got some plenty, uh, we pl- plenty of gems for also, you. Also, we shot ourselves in the foot because we did 12 films that we could have... Uh, we could have done but main episodes. <laughs> yeah. So what we might have to do is what happens a lot in film uh, these days is we might have to reboot, reboot. <laughs> revamp, remake one of our episodes. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't just leave like I mean some of those episodes being like Batman Returns and Die Hard. You know, I think we yeah. did them in about ten and minutes. Gremlins, yeah, and Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have to uh, maybe for next year it could be a Christmas remake with the Vultures. There Lovely. You go. There Lovely. you go. So, have you, uh, have you have you got anything to report on? Anything you've seen? Anything you've liked recently? Uh, I don't know if there's anything new, new, new I've watched. Because um, you've got the, you know, the likes of like Disney Plus these days. They've got pretty yeah. much everything on it. So, I, I kind of went back and I was watching Prometheus. Which oh, yeah. Prometheus and um, Alien Covenant recently. Oh, yeah. which, which was really smart. No, I tell a lie. There wasn't. I watched Aliens, then I watched Prometheus. Um Aliens. One film, no, I've been watching a number of films where I've, I've seen many times, but one film I did watch recently, which was a new one, was The the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, yeah. That's the Nick Cage one, where Nick Cage plays himself. Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. A, like, a, like a Van Damme thing, but it's got oh. Pedro Pascal in it as well. I'll give uh, that a go. Yeah. It's, um, I won't give anything away, but right. I wasn't too sure what to expect. But yeah. it was absolutely fucking hilarious. And Pedro Pascal yeah. was just ball-bouncingly funny in it. <laughs> and Nick Cage was like a real return to form. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's got lo- lots of little homages and uh, little really? nods to all these other film stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, def- definitely worth watching that one. Cool. I'm going to give that a go. How about you? <sighs> I've, watched, I've watched so many things I can't remember. It's been quite a few weeks since we got together. You're right there, sucking on a Guinness. <laughs> the choke on it. Right? He's sucking on a Guinness there, like an <laughs> Irishman. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. No. Sounds like Daniel Craig. 
when I worked on Skyfall, just quickly, when I worked on Skyfall years ago, um, I remember once I'd been on the other, because I, I got the opportunity to be, to work on the on the 007 stage, and I was like down one end of it, and yeah. there was sort of like, you know, the, the, the call went out by the first ADs, you know, get, we get basically get ready, we're going to, we're going to go for a, go for a take. Yeah. And suddenly you just, from the other side of this fucking hangar, all you could hear was, lemon, 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 and we all turned around. Fielding. It's not fielding, yeah. It might as well have been. Look around, it was Daniel Craig warming up. <laughs> bumblebee, bumblebee, bumblebee. Warming the old vocal cords. But wait, what made it even funnier is he he did it right next to Ray Fiennes. You know, real sort of Shakespearean best actor. <laughs> yeah. And he almost jumped out of his skin when he did it. <laughs> what are you doing, you pouty face? <laughs> but anyway, Daniel yeah. Craig's fucking pout. Oh, oh fucking hell. That cringing advert he's done lately. I haven't watched it, but uh, I've seen like little bits and pieces. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> wow. Now, I watched this film called The Retaliators. I don't know if I told you about this. No. It's a film that was on Shudder, so it's like a horror film. Um, and uh, it, it was. I quite liked it, but it's quite. it was quite a strange sort of film. It's about this guy, the, he's like a father of. Uh, of two two girls, and um, he loses his wife, and his daughter gets kidnapped and, and killed by this guy. Right. I think that's what it is. No, it's not that. That sounds like another film. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds like that anyway. Anyway, this guy has killed his uh, his wife, kidnapped her and killed her. Right. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and. It's called the Retaliators because this guy who's a cop, he's actually set up this thing underneath his house where it gives people the opportunity to get their revenge on their. Oh, all right, okay. Right, right. And it actually it is his, one of his daughters that's been taken and killed by this bald fella. I'm sure it's not like his cousin now, or maybe. No, 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 no. Maybe no, no. I'll get to the bit. Hang on, I'll get to the bit <laughs> which is the wife in a minute. Sorry, his mother-in-law. Sorry. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> Anyway, it's kind of like a thing of would you actually? He says to him, "You can do what you want, but you can't kill him," sort of thing. Right. Like, so he, so it goes down. He says, "I've got this guy. Now mm. it's up to you. But once you go down, you can't go back." He said, "But yeah. my only rule is you can't kill him." He said, "You can pick any of these tools to do what you want to him." And he's of course he's chained up, giving it the big one. Yeah. Anyway, you find out that the police officer who was doing it, his wife was killed by a guy that he'd arrested and put away and had got out early on a technicality. Okay. So he went round his house and brutally sort of stabbed her up and killed her. But the guy that played the psycho that did that to his wife was the singer from Papa Roach. <laughs> what, Jacoby Shaddock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like what? awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. And also, the guy whose daughter's been kidnapped, he's like a vicar or priest. Oi, 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 Vic, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's, um, he's got a band on while he's, just before he's doing his sermon. And it's... Um, Is it something we used to listen to, Danny Roper? I think it's not... I can't remember. What was the band called? Uh, all, all, all Time Low? No, not them. No, like a sort of a metal type band. Lots of skulls. Altered. I don't know. I can't remember. It'll come to me later. Lots of skulls? 
Yeah, they kind of. Uh... What they really have? What they heavy like thrash metal? Or... No, I'll go Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, Avenged Sevenfold. Oh no, they're definitely not um, thrash metal. No, but that you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was yeah. just fun to see that. Oh, okay. That on it. Anyway, it just turns out that this guy had uh, kidnapped all these killers. Supposed to be like Dexter, but he really fucked them up. Like, mm. and they got this guy because he just gave them all numbers, and the guy from Papa Roach was number one. Yeah, and he couldn't actually talk properly. And he's like, well, Yeah, that's what happens when uh, you bung a load of drain um, clearance down someone's throat and sort of thing. Oh, and they're all sort of like zombified where he's fucked them up. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there's a woman in there, and he's like, Well, what you know, what's the woman down on that? And he's like, Oh. She sold her child, her baby, to a paedophile for like three hundred dollars yeah. to feed her smack addict, smack habit, and all that sort of thing. Anyway, it's getting stronger. Now. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, but really yeah, that, that's strong. a bit of a dark one. But it just culminates in the end of the sort of when you get towards this film, and it seems like it's going to be quite you know something you can think, oh, that's a bit of a posing. You know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah. sort of quite intelligent. What I'm trying to do. Then it goes down the road of. This priest feels he needs to let all these people out that have been in prison for all these years. They all come out and all like fucking zombies running around the place, killing anyone they come across, fucking eating their faces and God knows what. <laughs> yeah, lovely, charming. Yeah, and the culmination of it is, the the priest is a bit of a pussy and, and gets pushed around a bit at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, which is actually at the beginning, he's trying to buy a Christmas tree. And Dante from Clerks just mm. comes over and takes the tree off his door. <laughs> oh, does it? Oh, we were going to buy it. Said, Fuck off. <laughs> Do something about it. <laughs> Dante? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, at the end of it, someone starts on him in a, uh, in like a, a batting, you know, a batting cage related yeah, yeah. to the baseball thing. And he's going to get some balls. Which is quite a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. He's gone to get some balls, and some dad's gone in with a kid, kicked the little girl out, and said, We're more important, sort of thing. Mm. And he goes in and uh, gives him what for, sort of like gives him a clap around the old nose. Mm. But yeah, yeah, a bit of a strange one, that. That is, yeah. yeah. Don't think I'll bother now. Well, I don't need to watch it now, do I? I, I know what it is. Well, I am You've sorry. mapped it out, haven't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. You got too excited, as usual. Oh, I did get too excited. Yeah, you don't even give me a spoiler alert. Yeah, well, so basically, what happens is this geezer <laughs> does this, and then Kev, I'll just jump straight to the end Kev, of the movie. You're not going to watch it anyway. It was only about an hour and 20 minutes long. <laughs> it's not long enough. <laughs> it's a fucking horror film. That's not even getting into the no. character development by that no. point, in my standards. I also watched Terrifier 2 as well, which mm. is quite interesting. I was going to ask you about that because they're trying to push that for Academy Awards or something. But really? Yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen the first one. I hadn't even heard of it until like the second one obviously is gaining a lot of traction. I told you about it fucking ages ago. Oh, did you? I, don't, I wasn't paying attention. No, I know. No, exactly. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, um, yeah, it's got really good, um, lots of publicity, isn't it, this, this second one? Um, well, it's quite, the, the second one's quite bizarre. It's one of those horror films that's like, um, there's no real explanation. It's just a load of stuff that happens. Right. Sort of thing. It has got a link to the first one, mm -hmm. but um, it's pretty fucking brutal. Is it? it? Yeah. The first one is pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, but a, a good. It, it's kind of like a modern take on that. But the the clown guy is he just looks so fucking scary. He does look horrible. He yeah. looks really fucking scary because there's an element of sort of 
obnoxious clown like to it. Yeah. But in this, the next one, he's got like an imaginary girl with him who's got a really fucked up face, and you kind of see her, and some people can see her, some people can't. But it's just—is this on Shudder? Is this all on Shudder? No, this this came out. I don't know because it was original. There, there was the guy that made it. He made about two or three short films trying to get it going. Of this story. Of the yeah. Terrifier, the yeah. first one. And then the first one came out, which was kind of a bit of a a cult sort of um, indie type movie. And this is the next level up. This is the next level up from okay. that. But uh, yeah, there was some stuff in it that would... Uh, give you the willies. Give you the fucking willies, man. Yeah. Give you the fucking willies. But it's not really that. It's kind of along the lines of, of uh, slasher gore type stuff. I mean, he gets... Um, I'll tell you, in the first one, he strings this girl upside down yeah. with, her, with her legs apart and he uses um, what's called a, a uh, bow saw, right. which is like a big hacksaw. Yeah, yeah. And he cuts her from, there, from the old business area right down to her head. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's like taking buzzsaw from the running man, just like that, yeah. that, that step further, isn't it? Yeah. But there's kind of like quite a lot of pop culture stuff around it, which is the best one I've seen of that yeah. is there's a picture, it's a cartoon picture, like a Scooby-Doo, and all of the gang are watching him with Daphne upside down like that. Oh, <laughs> And the okay, clown yeah. next to her. But, um, yeah, I think, he's, I think it's got the potential to be a new sort of uh, slasher guy that's going to go along with uh, the likes of Leatherface and, and Chucky and all that. Could be another uh, James Wan who did Saw. You think like he started off doing the kind of yeah. you know that sort of sort of horrific horror, very yeah. bloody, and then you know guys like directing DC films now, and it's just like you never know. And also he did, um, and let's not forget the the whole um, franchise of like the Conjuring and all that. Yeah, he's all he's behind. He's like the mastermind behind all of that, yeah. isn't he? So. Um, but anyway, so I mean, so we. Oh no! Yeah. Well, with this one, I don't think this one we're gonna. Do. Let me just say this just quickly. Sorry, I just want to say a little touch the other day, right? Because uh, I went in a, a charity shop, as I do. You know, I like to do that. I picked up yeah. the Blu-ray three-disc version of Blade Runner, which had the final cut, director's cut, and theatre cut. Yeah. All on separate discs. But not the Ridley Scott Ridley Scott cut. Yeah. There's four of them, isn't there? I can't. Yeah, but t- yeah, it's got all of them. It's got all of all them. All of them. Twenty five p. Twenty five p. Yeah, and uh, I watched the I watched Blade Runner, and I hadn't watched it for ages. It is a fucking great film. It is. It's it? really yeah. good film. The next one, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Forty nine. Not so much. Did you not? I was going to ask you. Did you? I like, did I'm... watch it. I hadn't. I hadn't watched it when it came out. I watched it after I watched Blade Runner. Yeah. Um, and I just. It was too long. <laughs> it was fucking two hours and 40 minutes or something. It's like, I only want to see Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, because it's quite a while, isn't it, before? Yeah, he's only got like a cameo. And then they get, what's the name, Sean Young in it, who's obviously superimposed. I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. I, I thought the soundtrack was great. And it was just, it was that, it was that same tempo, but just yeah. in, in modern day standards of, yeah, they, they were fleshing things out. They were building the suspense. He had so many like people in it as well, like well known yeah. like actors in it. And I thought it looked beautiful. I mean what you know, Denny Villeneuve makes really beautiful films I and mean, you can see why 
he then went on to do Dune after yeah. this because of just the sheer scope of what he was doing. Even like in Blade Runner, that bit where they're they're at the wall, you know, yeah. and the water's crashing in, and yeah. you can just see the wall just going off into the distance. Like the say the, the sheer yeah. magnitude of, of this world see, he was building. I think, I think that's the the kind of the difference between myself and you, and it's not a bad thing at all. You like a long cinematic experience, type of experience with mm. a load of stuff, and I don't mind a bit of that. Mm. But it's like for that, you do need the time to set it out. There's a lot of footage in that film without any dialogue and stuff mm. like that, which is the I know you yeah, yeah. dig that. I like a nice short film with a lot of dick and fart jokes or. Birds with their knockers out getting their heads cut off. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit I watch that you probably wouldn't. Now, what shall we talk about? Anyway, so moving away from all that dark shit we were just talking yeah. about. Um, Christmas time, it's, baby. It's, it's Christmas time. Um, it's Christmas time. <laughs> Any song, right? You put that on. It's Christmassy. <laughs> Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades. Right. Anyway, so yes, we're we're moving into Christmas now. So we we you know I suppose this is we we touched on a little bit of horror. What we did in October, November, we had our comedy month. What are you? What what's that? It's an embrasole. Embrasole. Ulcers on the end of my tongue. What's that? Um, um, uh, what's that film when he's got the old and he does the old dabber thing? It's like, I don't know. oh god, what is it? I want to say it's like Woody Harrelson. I don't think it's a Woody Harrelson movie, but it's, it's no, 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 no. It's like, I think it's like fairly recent. The last a pet. but no, he's got like a little twisty thing. It's got like a little you know squeeze thing that goes on his tongue. It's just. Oh, it'll come to me later. Anyway, so, so, so yeah, so we, we, we had Halloween, we had Comedy Month, so if you haven't checked out any of our episodes there, we did... Um, Where you been? Four, four of our favourite sitcoms, British sitcoms, so we, yeah. we started with Bottom, we did Forty Towers, we did Red Dwarf, and we, we've done Porridge, Porridge, which has come out um, okay. on today, which is actually the 26th, um, so whilst we're recording this. So please check them out. But yes. now we're moving into Christmas, and our first Christmas movie we're going to talk about is... Friday After Next. Hey, so good, make you want to slap your mama, don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? Friday After Next. Ice Cube, 2002. So we're going to have to do we're gonna have to do Friday at one point, aren't we? Because yeah. we've done like two and three now. We've done Next Friday, and this is Friday After Next. This is the third in the trilogy of mm -hmm. Ice Cube's own written story of uh, two cousins. So the thing is, it like you know, wrote the film, produced the film, wrote the theme yeah. tune, sung the theme tune. Dennis Waterman. Yeah, the only thing they haven't let him do is direct the bloody thing. But then you never know. He might have been a bit of a George Lucas and was telling <laughs> whoever it was directing this film. No, 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 no. That's not the angle I'm going for here. You know. <laughs> I want but, a shot from Mike Epps's feet, <laughs> and then what he does is he he, he pops his head round the corner, you know, and it's sort of the, it's a little bit jarring, you know, and then uh, you know, um, so the, the girl well, over there is not quite pretty enough for me. Uh, <laughs> what are you waffling on about? <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Anyway, I didn't direct it, but yeah, it's uh, Mike Epps and Ice Cube. Ice Cube's very much like the straight man. 
Yeah, yeah. And then Mike Epps is obviously the the, the comedy thing. But it's uh, just a little story that takes a place over the Christmas period. On what day? Is it is it Christmas Eve? No, I can't no. It's but what, what day is it set on? I don't know. Oh, Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, fucking Friday, isn't it? Well, it's the Friday after the last one. Fucking hell, mate. Sorry. Um, it's. I'm not sure. Do you know what? We just watched it. I can't remember already. I think it is supposed to be Christmas Eve, isn't it? It's something like that. Oh, it's, it's, it's close, close to, to it. It's, yeah, yeah. They've just got a job as security guards in sort of like a, a little... Sort dirty of mall area, isn't dirty it? Dirty mall or something yeah. like that. Or a little U-shaped uh, shop amenity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where uh, the their dads have got um, the uh, barbecue business. business. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Hey, mama. Ain't that right, Willie? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody got me pussy whip. I whips pussy. (laughs) And that is the late, great John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon, who, again, is steals the film. He's only on screen, probably, at the most for about 10 to 12 minutes you add it all together but steals every scene that he's in he's yeah i mean throughout the the whole trilogy he's my favorite character yeah, by definitely he, mine he, too yeah he does it, it, it even when that bit there you know you just quoted about slapping your mama but we were watching it and all you can see like look at him like in the background even in the background he's just eating <laughs> some barbecue yeah. chicken he's it's just the way he's like, mm, just stealing the show isn't he? <laughs> it's got some great, the, one, the funny one was a deadpan way at the end when that woman said how much do you love your son, not enough to pay his fucking rent. <laughs> so how much do you really love your boy? Not enough to pay his fucking rent. <laughs> oh, isn't he? Because he goes around to use the tool, doesn't he? Yeah. And he comes out and he's like, what did he say? There should be a law against... There should be a law about... should be a law against guts like mine. <laughs> Because there's that running theme in it throughout yeah. all the films where he's always got, got the, the shit. shit yeah. <laughs> Too much hot sauce. Whoa, I feel five pounds lighter. What? Jealous? <laughs> but yeah, it's kind What's of that? A... Everybody nicks their fries. <laughs> it's kind of a loose story around Christmas tree where it's not. Main, the main Christmas part of it is that there's a guy running around the, the neighbourhood dressed as Santa stealing their Christmas presents and whatever he can get his hands on. It's almost like a fly on the wall kind of thing, isn't it? Because, yeah. I mean, it's just, there, there's no sort of real overarching narrative no. to it. It's just kind of, this is a situation which is happening on that day. Yeah. And here's a couple of other ones. And then uh, amongst all of that, you've just got this wealth of absolutely, like, fantastic, cartoonish yeah. characters. Yeah. And some of them are... Some of them aren't particularly great, and I think some of that is because of the dialogue written. But I would say the majority of the characters in these films are just fucking hilarious yeah. in their own right. They're so well done. Yeah, they're really well written. I think um, the, the the guy that's supposed to be stealing the Christmas present, he's in a Santa suit, and he does look a bit like the Grinch. He does, didn't he? <laughs> With his little like, mask on. Yeah. yeah, old dirty bastard. Old dirty bastard, yeah. Um, ho, and, ho, ho, Merry Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then, spoiler alert, obviously, at the end, they catch him and get their stuff back. 
But you love a little skip to the end, don't you? Uh, yeah. Skip to the end. <laughs> yeah, skip to the end. The main thing I want to talk about, though, is the little fella that has the pimps and hoes shop. Oh, uh, Money Mike. <laughs> Money Mike, yeah. We knew a guy like that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. But this guy, he's a probably, he's a sh- he's short, he dresses like Prince. With these like really sort of sharp side sideburns, yeah. It's got shoulder length hair, kind of blow dried back with this massive <laughs> slap head of a forehead, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and he's and proper he, pimped up, isn't yeah. he? And uh, he's got a really, really young, attractive girlfriend who he treats like shit. You know what I'm saying? I got a little razzle dazzle, but it's all right. My name is uh, Money Mike Player. How you doing? Sure. All right, Ben. Don't Great. squeeze hard. Hey, all hey, right, hey, what's hey. happening? Hey. This is uh, my young girl, Donna. Say hi, woman. Hi. All right, that'll be quite enough. Thank you so much. Who's his assistant in his shop? Yeah. Pimps and hoes. You're dismissed. <laughs> You're dismissed, yeah. You borrow me. You're dismissed. <laughs> but uh, the scene in that that he's in is obviously where, uh, what's his name, the big guy? The big Terry Crews. Because he's just come out of jail. He's been yeah. in jail for 12 years. Just Ter- <laughs> Terry, I'm built like a brick fucking privy. Yeah. <laughs> privy <laughs> and uh but he's just uh, got so used to uh having sex with fellas in uh prison that's his preference now that? but there's that video where he's on the couch and his mother who his mum who's the manager of the of their, their complex, little complex yeah. yeah she goes out doesn't she to do the rounds he's like will you make me a sandwich and come back she's like no and he's like oh okay he's laying there and he's like there's a big pot of vaseline there ready to go and suddenly like obviously two-pack comes on he's like oh yeah Oh, Tupac. He gets really excited when he just sort of looks down at the Vaseline and it cuts. <laughs> but um, he takes an instant liking to Money Mike as soon as he sees him. As soon as he sees the hat in it. Yeah. But it goes to him. He's in the toilet and he's having a piss. But he's got his trousers and pants around his ankle, stood up having a wee in the toilet like you do when you're about four or five. But that reminds me of that sketch from Bo Selector when he's Justin Hawkins. And he's got the onesie on. Oh, yeah, And yeah. he goes into the toilet, he turns it, pulls it all the way down next to that guy and just goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But he's done, yeah, he's just like that. He's got his like, trousers and pants around his, around his ankles, isn't he? And then... Yeah. Uh, Terry Crews comes busting through the door. Yeah, trying to have a sort him out. Yeah, just let it happen. But then they do the homage, or well, sort of a homage to Stair Crazy, yeah. where he gets the mole grips around the back of the toilet and grabs him by the nuts. nuts. <laughs> he gets all pimp again, doesn't he? Yeah. But he goes, you move back, everyone, there's going to be ball juice everywhere. <laughs> Come on, you got a line A nice guy, you get to know me. Shut up! The hell are you talking about? I am a boy. <laughs> you are not in prison anymore. He's a brilliant little character, though, isn't he? Yeah. You know, but most so you've got some like the characters in this film, like like um, Money Mike and and then and John Witherspoon's character, and then El Roy. You know, they're these are characters. Boy, El Roy. My dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> I cook better than you. I look better than you. My dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> but these these characters, they're all they're all scene stealers. As soon as they come on, mm. 
they really like steal the show. It's it. Do you know what? It reminded me a little bit of. Um, I suppose, like, you know, um, sort of like superhero films where, you know, you are rooting for the hero, but you're more attracted to the villains, villains yeah, you know. Yeah. They're, they're more colourful, more larger in life. I think also because, you know, they're, 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 they're boundless in terms of their, um, their rules and things like that. Yeah. And you gravitate more to that. So with this film, um, it's, I mean, it's not, a, I suppose from a story point of view, it's not a great film, and in fact, the two the two least favorite characters are the two lead characters. Yes, yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, but it's everyone around them. I think if you didn't, they're driving have... the story along. That's that's it... the thread, isn't it? Them two. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, if because I know you said at the beginning, like you know, you got one Ice Cube's the straight man, Mike yeah. Epps is more like the idiot. Yeah. But then I suppose if you looked even bigger, you know. Those two characters are the straight characters in comparison to the supporting Everyone cast, else, yeah. who's the colourful characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think I think we we laughed out loud a number of times watching that, which is the which is the secret to a good comedy. I think. Oh, brilliant! I mean, yeah, because I mean, there there wasn't. I did recognise only maybe like two or three times there. We we weren't really laughing at something, and it wasn't particularly funny, or maybe it was dramatic. Or it just wasn't funny. Like, yeah. like Money Mike, his his misses, um, some of her dialogue is the worst dialogue in the film, yeah, and I don't know if it's yeah. just the dialogue or even the way she delivers it, because I think it's actually a combination of both. Because she's she's all right in the rest of the film, mm. and there was these moments where we weren't laughing. And then, literally, like that, we were just like yeah. wrenched over in tears with laughter, weren't we? As soon as what's his name comes on, Mike Money and, and his dad, <laughs> and his dad, yeah, John Witherspoon, yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. slaps his mama. Anyway, for a Christmas film, if you want to chuckle your balls off, and, yeah, uh, it's uh, Friday after next. Ice Cube. I'd recommend watching all three of those films, but it's yeah, a yeah, little Christmas giggle. But and also just going against the grain, really. I mean, like yeah. you know, we all at Christmas time, we all probably watching like the same sort of films, aren't we? We're, we're watching Home Alone and It's a Wonderful Life, and you know, all of the all the conventional films and stuff. But what we like to do, don't we? We like to sort of derail ourselves a little bit and just go off on that tangent. And some of the films we pick, which we've got um, Die Hard to Die Harder with. Luke from Sweet Tooth coming up soon. Mm. Those sort of films, or Friday After Next, or yeah, Batman Returns, or all the classic that is yeah. Die Hard, the original. Um, this is definitely one of those films where yeah. if you want to come off that conventional path, and it is yeah. so fucking funny. It is funny. It's definitely like worth your, checking I out. I like your Christmas comedy stuff and your um, Christmas horror. Have you have you seen that film advertised um, Violent Christmas? It's got. No. Um, Hooper from uh, Stranger Things playing Hopper. Hopper, sorry, yeah, from Stranger Things playing Santa, and he's like he's tooled oh. up, like proper machine gun and all that. Is that the one with Mel Gibson? No, Mel. No, that, that's Fat Fat Man. We haven't we didn't watch that. Didn't watch it, was, it was Mel Gibson and uh, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. That's because Walton Goggins is a hitman. And he gets paid by a kid. You ain't got a present to... Oh, to take out Santa. Yeah. yeah. You'll have to, we'll have to do that one. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Friday after next. Bingo. Lovely. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Right, so I've been having a little look around the internet to see what I can find. Now, 
what I was thinking, what I'm going to do on this one is... Oh, what have you found? Well, I'm going to give you some weird... Sounds like the music man that song, doesn't it? What you found? <laughs> I found a disc. <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> well, what I was going to do is I was going to do some weird Christmas traditions from around the world. Okay. But just before we go into that, because we're going to, I'm going to keep it Christmas themed, I just wanted to tell you about this that recently came out. Right, now I'm just going to give you the tagline for this kid. I don't know if you've heard of it, heard it or not yet. Now listen, <clears throat> man runs sub 3.30 marathon while chain smoking a packet of cigarettes. Right. Right, now he doesn't smoke any other time. Only when he's running a marathon, he's chain smoking all the <laughs> Look at this geezer. <laughs> Puffing on a bleeding fag all the way, like while he's running. <laughs> there he is, look. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking cigarette hanging outside of his mouth, running along. A one one five eight. What does it give him? Why does he do that? Does it say it they just, just give him a bit of a bit of a boost? Or he just fancy a fag. It's just just so that he does. He can't run Fag a run. He can't run a marathon without smoking. Mind you, I suppose it's the same as like those morons who uh, don't actually smoke. But you know, I I, I smoke when I drink, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that sort yeah. of shit. But with him, it's like, no, I, I just smoke when I run. You know, I run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, no, I just thought that was quite quite bizarre. And he's got the nickname Smoking Brother. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been doing it since 2017. <clears throat> just a quick fag and a run. What, has he got like a utility belt of cigarettes or something? Or he's only no, he's got one pack. He just one pack works his way through. I didn't know if they if he had his own little stall like with the like with the Great South Run and they've got like the water bays and you run by and you get handed a, <laughs> handed a bottle of water. He just goes. He's got some Lambert and Butlers like ready. <laughs> oh, the I'll take one. I'll take one. Oh, that's. But uh, yeah, obviously he's um, well not obviously, but he's not English. <laughs> I love to run. I love a fag and a cigarette and a fag and a run. Chen. And a run and a run. Chen, his name is. Chen. Chen, yeah. Mm. Mm. Chen. Uncle Chen, Chinese runner. Chinese runner. Anyway, this is what I was going to say to you. Right? And this is one of the traditions that I always go on about at Crimbo. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a Spanish tradition. I don't know if I've spoken about it before, but it's called the defecating man. No. Right, and um, what it is, is whenever they do their uh, nativity scene, yeah. or anything like that, there's always <laughs> a man <laughs> crouching down and having a poo. <laughs> what? <laughs> in a nativity play? In, no, not in the play, but <laughs> like, you know when they do the models and all that? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of theories, but no one really knows where this figure who gained popularity between the 17th and 18th century came from or what he actually re represents. Now, I'm just going uh, to get a little picture up for you just to see what I'm talking about. Photographic evidence. Uh, Def, uh, I'm going to get a load of porn rubbish. Yeah, probably. Amber Heard's dropping one. Oh, <laughs> oh that's in the sheets. <laughs> The fucking dog. <laughs> no, not working. Hang on, phone, just, phone no, says no. I've literally just seen a man shitting in a bin. 
<laughs> I'll just put Spain and Christmas in there. <laughs> <laughs> Christ knows what you're going to come out with now. <laughs> what? That is mental. Yeah, but it's a model. I'm going to get one if I can find Proper one. Curly. Yeah, but yeah, they have, that is one of their main traditions is having a man with his trousers down curling one out. Looks like a... Um... What do they call it? I saw it in the shops earlier. One. What's the the old Italian cake bread? Little round cake bread. Uh, 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 begins with P. Um, potato. I was gonna say pancetta. It's not bloody pancetta. Well, whoever's listening to this will probably know what I'm getting at. I can't remember. So I'm anyway, bread cake. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> that's the pooing man. And on that bombshell. But get the fuck Where out of here. Where can it. I find us, Kev? I want you to tell all your friends about me. Uh, you can find us at uh, podcultivultures at gmail.com. Send your recommendations, questions, and any other bollocks there. Oh. You can even follow us on uh, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and Twitter. <laughs> and if you don't, don't know what the bloody hell is going on here. <laughs> right. Toodaloo. Let's go, because I'm going to have to find myself a defecating man ornament. Goodly by, dude. Until next time, get you on a flip of the plow. It was December 24th, I hollered sab at the dog. When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park. I approached him very slowly. My heart full of fear, look at his dog. Oh my God, a little green deer. But then I was feeling just a man out of fear. With a bag full of goodies, 12 o'clock at near. So I threw my head a second and the man was gone. But he also dropped his walls back down on the lawn. I picked up the wall, then I took a ball So got the license in a cold said Santa Claus This is great banter <laughs> It really is